my friend's sister who tell me, oh, don't, don't do it, Rashad. <coughs> but never tell me why. Just tell me, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I know why now. Why? Because he's not there. Mm. And but, she didn't know how to communicate that? Yeah. She didn't know how to communicate that to me. Because everybody was sailing it in the telling matter. To be told what to do is definitely a capturing of your attention. That's why you ask them why they do it. That is necessary. That is a necessary That's job. why people always say you can't tell Marjorie what to do. Because <laughs> I always said. But why? But why? I get it. If you want me to listen to you, I love listening to you, but I need to know why. That's pretty dope. If I got your attention and I didn't even know that part was in it. Like, bro, like, because I t when I tell you that I'm very self-centered, my mom is spoiled as fuck. <laughs> she get whatever the fuck she want. And she spoiled the fuck out of me in these early years. So it's like, I know, like, when, how you say, like, you can never, uh, you're butt wise. Like being so self-centered and self-realized. Like I said, I attract people. I don't even know why they're attracted to me until they tell me. Mm. And then I got to hear them tell me, sometimes multiple times. <laughs> I've learned that by myself. <laughs> so, but tying these pieces together, uh, that, those people that speak it and don't know how to share it, we just got to get calm enough to, for them to be able to want to share it. Because they want to share it. And knowing the words they say, it'll come. But that's what our sound and our meditation and all that shit. Yeah. Because you got to think about it. When you were younger, like, it was different energies. And I, I see your loyalties and your affinities when you have passion about somebody. Everybody can't speak through that shit. Talk about my landmines. <laughs> <laughs> what, my nigga? Like, I've been getting, yo, I lost a couple toes. <laughs> But luckily, I know how to regenerate. <laughs> Being told what to do is something, yeah. It's definitely, it's, uh, and watching other people reject our suggestions is uh, definitely understandable. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> we also learn to hook the attention of other humans. We are all trying to hook our your attention. And we develop a need for attention, which can become very competitive. Children compete with the attention of their parents, their teachers, their friends. Look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Hey, here. Look at me. Here. I need... The need for attention becomes very strong and continues into adulthood. The outside dream hooks your attention and teaches us what to believe, beginning with the language that we speak. Language is the code for understanding and communicating between humans. Every letter, every letter, every word in each language is an agreement. Mm. I want, it makes me want to even speak slower. Yes, every. <laughs> that's why when I was like, I need three letters. <laughs> I should have went with three letters and just rapped about those three letters over and over again. That would be lit. No, that's so dope. 
Gabby Lyon. We call this page in a book, the word is page, in the agreement that we understand. But once we understand the code, our attention is hooked and the energy is transferred from one person to another. It was not your choice to speak English. You didn't choose your religion or your moral values. They were already there before you were born. You never had the opportunity to choose what to believe or what not to believe. We never choose even the smallest of these agreements. We didn't even choose our own name. Hmm. <coughs> As children, we didn't, we didn't, <coughs> Between the wind and the smoke. <laughs> oh, air. That's why my grandma used to say when you cough, you get higher. <laughs> you take get more air. I was like, uh. That's why I'm like, let me drink some water. <laughs> we never had the opportunity to choose what to believe and what not to believe. We never, oh, as children, we didn't have the opportunity to choose our beliefs. But we agreed with the information that was passed on to us from the dream of the planet via other humans. Mm, I love how he puts this. This is the dream of the planet that you're trying to put onto me. Fuck what you heard. It's the dream of the planet. That and other humans. Nah, bro. I'm here to, to play my beliefs. <laughs> my name. My gift mark on this planet. Y'all could go ahead and do what everyone else did. I want to do it Muhammad Ali. Maya Angelou, Martin, like, <clears throat> shared beliefs. Like, your beliefs become shared amongst your tribe. The only way to store information is by agreement. The outside dream may look, may hook your attention, but if we don't agree, we don't store that information. As soon as we agree, we believe it, and that is called faith. That's to have faith is to believe unconditionally. Let me read that again. Bars. And that's why I'm so very adamant about answering questions. The only way to store information is by agreement. And an agreement is made by our attention. So if we don't agree, we don't store that information. Hmm. But... Also, we if we if if we agree, we believe it. So if we agree in the uh, in this the information in the agreement, the intention, then we believe it, and it's called faith. And to have faith is to believe unconditionally, unconditionally. That's how we learn as children. Children believe everything adults say. We, mm -hmm. we agree with them and our faith is so strong that the belief system controls our whole world of life. We didn't choose these beliefs and we may have rebelled against them, but we were not strong enough to win the rebellion. No. This shit, shit reminds me of, of Mia. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna pause there because I think that's been 10 minutes, right? Yeah. That shit reminds me of Mia because Mia has left the house like twice on me. Like I'm out. 
Yo, and we don't, I don't even know that she's gone. <laughs> Why not? She's just out. We thought she was sleeping. Mm. I only remember one time. I know it happened twice, but I can't remember the other time. But the one time, it was like for an hour. Where did she, did she tell you where she went? I had to, I went to go check on her, and I'm like, where the fuck is Mia? Because Jaden had took her for a walk in a stroller. And I told her to put her, um, in the crib because she came back, she was sleeping. Ooh, go ahead. I'm holding this big ass, um, Thanks. sticky bush. So instead of putting her in the crib, he left her in the stroller, unbuckled her, and then closed the front door. Oh, she was like, it's party time. She was only like 16 months, bro. 18 months. And she did for an hour and she came back? I had to go outside and look for her and the cops had like just were just about to show up. The lady was waiting with her at the corner. And Dyson said came, we handled it or whatever. Because it was an honest mistake. You know what I mean? Big facts. What's going on, bro? You yeah. It? Like, yeah, I did. You gotta get anything out of it? Your book bag. Yeah. It's in the front. Just like thinking of a book, like Mia did what she chose to do at that moment. Big facts. Like, I'm out. I feel y'all. Y'all about to feel me. <laughs> about to feel she saw me. the door open. I was right upstairs. I, yeah. was, I was doing, um, pulling Monte's hair. <clears throat> Like this, the you, you, you live, you learn. My sister's habit, like walking through the grass. It's pretty black right now. But mm -hmm. yeah, being able to like bounce back, like and not panic, and Hello. good to see you. Yeah. Great to see you. How you been? Chill. Wait. It's good to see that you're still around. Hell yeah. Uh, this is Mahatma. Tell me your name one more time. LaShawn. 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 Mahatma. All right, do it. Nice to meet you. I got to see the dog yesterday, but I didn't see your, see your peoples. Oh. He, he gave me the look. Like, what up, bro? Man. I was just cursing him out, though, for real. <laughs> hey, look. I don't like him using the bathroom in front of people's house, so I tried to let him do it open later. Gotcha. Yeah. Wait till finish. Oh. <laughs> but look, LaShawn, good to see you. Have a, enjoy your day. Yeah, you said you couldn't <laughs> wait to finish peeing. Yeah. Right. I, I knew you was, a, I wanted to give him an opportunity to get around your sauce. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like that's the one, that's the dog that used to always come down and I had to either stand up or it had jump on me. So we saved his life. That's merit right there.
The vibe is real. The land is real. <coughs> so, the first agreement. Be impeccable with your word. Impeccable. The most the first agreement is the most important one and also the most difficult one to honor. <laughs> we were just talking about that. It is so important that with just the first agreement, you will be able to transcend to the level of existence I call heaven on earth. Yeah, I was definitely late. <laughs> the first agreement is not to be is to be impeccable with your words. It sounds very simple, but it is very, very powerful. Why your your word? Your word is the power that you have to create. Your word is the gift that comes directly from God. The Gospel of John in the Bible, speaking of the creation of the universe, salut, says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word is God. Through the word, you express your creative power. It is through the word that you manifest everything. Regardless of what language you speak, your intent manifests through the word. What you dream, what you feel, and what you really are will all be manifested through the word. The word is not just a sound or a written syllable. It's The word is a force. It is the power you have to express and communicate, to think, and thereby to create the events in your life. You can speak what other animal on planet can speak. The word is the most powerful tool you have as a human. It is the tool of magic. But like a sword with two edges, your word can create the most beautiful dream or your world, your word can destroy everything around you. One edge is the misuse of the word, which creates a living hell. The other edge is the impeccability of the word, which will only create beauty, love and heaven on earth. Depending upon how it is used, the word can set you free or it can enslave you even more than you know. All the magic you possess is based on your word. Your word is pure magic and misuse of your word is black magic. The word is so powerful that one word can change a life or destroy the lives of millions of people. Some years ago, one man in Germany, by the use of the word, manipulated a whole country of the most intelligent people. Germany. Yeah, talking about him. <laughs> he wasn't giving his spot. He led them into a world war with just the power of his word. We were just talking about that. Though. Yeah, yeah, I know. He wasn't giving his spot, so. He convinced others to commit the most atrocious acts of violence. He activated people's fear with the word. And like a big explosion, there was a killing and war all around the world. 
All over the world, humans destroyed other humans because they were afraid of each other. Hitler's word, based on fear-generated beliefs and agreements, will re- be remembered for centuries. Let me see his name. That's good. The human mind is like a fertile ground where seeds are commonly being planted. The seeds are opinions, ideas, and concepts. You plant a seed, a thought, and it grows. The word is like a seed, and the human mind is so fertile. The only problem is that too often is it fertile for the seeds of fear. Mm. Every human mind is fertile, but only for those kinds of seeds it is prepared for. What is, more, what is important is to see which kind of seeds our mind is fertile for, for and to prepare it to receive the seeds of love. Take the example of Hitler. He sent out all those seeds of fear, and they grew very strong and beautifully and achieved massive destruction. Seeing the awesome power of the word, we must understand what power comes of, out of our mouths. One fear or doubt planted in our mind can create an endless drama of events. One word is like a spell, and humans use the word like black magicians, thoughtlessly putting spells on each other. Thoughtlessly. Thank you for casting away that spell. You're reminding people. What are we trying to do? That's why the conversations have to be healed. Every human is a magician. And we can either put a spell on someone with our word, or we can release someone from a spell. We cast spells all the time with our opinions. An example, I see a friend and give him an opinion that just pops into my head. I say, hmm, I see that kind of color in your face and people who are going to get cancer. If he listens to the word, and if he agrees, he will have cancer in less than one year. That is the word, the power of the word. During our domestication, our parents and siblings gave their opinions about us without even thinking. We believed their opinions and we lived in fear over these opinions, like not being good at swimming or sports or writing. Someone gives an opinion and says, look at this girl, it's ugly. The girl listens, believes she is ugly, and grows up with the idea that she is ugly. It doesn't matter how beautiful she is, as long as she has the that agreement she will believe that she is ugly that is the spell she is under by hooking our attention the word can enter our mind and change a whole belief for better or for worse another example you may believe you are stupid and you may have believed this for as long as you can remember this agreement can be very tricky causing you to do a lot of things just to ensure that you are stupid you may do something and think to yourself i wish i was smart but i must be stupid or i wouldn't have done that the mind goes in a hundred different directions and we could spend days getting hooked by just that one belief in our own stupidity then one day someone hooks our attention and using the word lets you know that you are not stupid believe what the person says and make a new agreement. As a result, you no longer feel or act stupid. A whole spell is broken just by the power of the word. 
Conversely, if you believe you are stupid and someone hooks your attention and says, yes, you are really the most stupid person I have ever met, the agreement will be reinforced and become even stronger. That's what we just went through, like utilizing words in a manner where it's affecting or infecting people. Yeah, he was trying to reinforce an old agreement. Yep, that we no longer agree to thank you, but we refuse it. And we stick to what we talk about. Look, can you talk to what can you build on what I just talked about? Can you you ask the question about something? Can you build on it? Nah, the reinforcement brings us back to where they are. So your question about what's the reality and what's the world and all that, it creates a flow of 369 mm-hmm. you get to see it um, and that's why debates have a mediator so and this is the thing if we all believe in spirit then we know then we, we know that spirit thank you that's the first time I did that I be trying to save you from that that's why oh, you do a very good job that's the first time I did that. <laughs> Has it done that to you before? Yeah. Well, welcome to the club mindset. Now, and that's and that is what the analogy is super super dope. That's what he was trying to do. You can't really save anybody from experiencing something that's inevitable. Like, oh, do you see the time and timing and tying into it? That's what he's trying to say. He's like, slow down, bro, and get your shit together. I'm like, bro, I've been going as slow as possible, but like, hey. the world is changing, my nigga. Like, you don't see it. Very different. Like, what are we getting? What are we supposed to be getting together? And what do you think that you're doing that I'm not doing? And why do you feel like you can't be transparent enough to say it so that I can actually do it? No, or not do it. But you definitely take the chance out of me ever doing it by not saying it. That's why I wanted to hear. I truly wanted to hear. All you, all you have is the, the problem. You don't have a solution. Uh, the solution is to clean up. Okay, clean up to what? What does that mean? You don't know how much money I have. You don't know how I take care of my children. Well, he worked on speaking a lot of his truth because he said a lot of things that other people that sat with us didn't say in front of me. Like your cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yo, I'm, for real though, I fucks with you, but I, I don't even know you. Well, it's all good. I'm glad you feel like you don't know me, but we all are one, like you said. So, right. that's why I brought the spirituality back up. Mm-hmm. So, yo, yeah, spiritual people. So, you're, you're absolutely right. And I wasn't in my truth enough with my cousin. Like, this was a different part of me being in my truth. Like, that's even why, like I said, he's been, uh, <laughs> the reason he asks about, was mentioned stuff about me asking for money. I have people that give me money all the time. Some of them don't even know they're supposed to be giving me money. Yeah. So that, that is what matters when we talk about creating words or contracts. So you have a conversation with people that are gifted with the gap. They create, like you said, if you can hook somebody's attention. I told him, that's why I said attention is the most important thing. You got my attention right now. Now what you going to do with it? That's why I'm glad that you brought it towards uh, what are you trying to get out of this? And, and making them realize that it's definitely something that you was trying to get out of this. Don't think that it wasn't. Yeah. And don't boo with a fool me. Because we're not fools. 
We're all magicians, though. Facts. Now, let us see what the word impeccability means. Impeccability means without sin. Impeccable comes from the Latin peccapus, peccatus, which means sin. The the M in impeccable means without. So impeccable means without sin. Oh, I didn't know that's what that means. So now I do. Without sin, what's your word? Religions talk about sin and sinners, but don't understand what it really means to sin. A sin is anything that you do which goes against yourself. Anything you feel or believe or say that goes against yourself is a sin. You go against any you go against yourself when you judge or blame yourself for anything. Being without sin is exactly the opposite. Being impeccable is not going against yourself. When you are impeccable, you take responsibility for your actions, but you do not judge or blame yourself. From this point, <coughs> from this from this point of view, the whole concept of sin changes from something moral or religious to something common sense. Sin begins with rejection of yourself. Rejection, self-rejection is the biggest sin that you commit. In religious terms, self-rejection is a mortal sin which leads to death. Impeccability, on the other hand, leads to life. Being impeccable with your word is not using the word against yourself. If I see you in the street and I call you stupid, it appears that I'm using the word against you. But really, I'm using my word against myself because you're going to hate me for this and you're going to hate me for not... And you're hating me is not good for me. Therefore, if I get angry and with my words send all that emotional poison to you, I'm using the word against myself. Oh, I was just talking about that emotional poison. A lie. So damn divine. If I love myself, I will express that love in my interactions with you. And then I am being impeccable with the word because the action will produce a like reaction. If I love you, then you will love me. If I insult you, you will insult me. If I have gratitude for you, you will have gratitude for me. If I am selfish with you, you will be selfish with me. If I use the word to put a spell on you, you're going to put a spell on me. Being impeccable with your word is the correct use of your energy. It means to use your energy in the direction of truth and love for yourself. If you make an agreement with yourself to be impeccable with your word, just with that intention, the truth will manifest through you and call all the emotional poison that exists within you. Clean all the emotional poison within you. But making this agreement is difficult because we have learned to do precisely the opposite. We have learned to lie as a habit of our communication with others and more importantly, with ourselves. We are not impeccable with the word. The power of the word is completely misused in hell. We use the word to curse, to damn, to find guilt, to destroy. Of course, we also use it in the right way but not too often mostly we use the word to spread our personal poison to express anger jealousy envy and hate the word is pure magic the most powerful gift we have as humans and we use it against ourselves wait i'm sorry let me repeat that the the word is pure magic the most powerful gift we have as humans 
and we use it against ourselves. We plan revenge, we create chaos with the word, we use the word to create hate between different races, between different people, between family members, between nations. We misuse the word so often, and this misuse is how we create and perpetuate the dream of hell. Misuse of the word is now is how we pull each other down and keep each other in a state of fear and doubt. Because the word is the magic that humans possess and misuse of the word is black magic. Misuse of the word is black magic. Misuse. We are using black magic all the time without knowing that our word is magic at all. All the time. All the time. How much of the time? All of it. That's why I like to check people on how they talk about themselves and how they talk about our mission. I hear you, my nigga. Oh, did you care about it? What you care about? What, what, what about it do you actually care about? We got um, our car towed over here. I thought it got stolen. We got it in our car. <laughs> so, in the midst of that, it's very... Thank you for allowing us, even as you speak the four agreements, into this energy right now. Uh, while we witness and bear witness to this moment, it's very remarkable. Amazingly. Um, we're about to go to my soul sister house. Who? Ja. Okay. The, uh, because the meeting got audible. So I just want, I wanted Ja all to, to align before we leave balance the energy that we just received. regards to the symptoms that the fight or flight um the one that reacts uh, immediately your peripheral vision uh, peripheral nervous system mm-hmm. your peripheral nervous system acts more quickly it you just find out later ah, it takes time it takes more it. time to gestate <clears throat> so it's called the, there's the somatic nervous system which is your voluntary movement and then the automatic nervous system which is where you'll find the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system that activates either your fight or flight or your rest and recharge and I asked you that because uh, the, it's not parasympathetic. What was the other one? The first sympathetic. One, the sympathetic. The sympathetic one is connected to your conscious mind. Like, because it's the sensation. No, no, no. It's, the, the, it's connected to your conscious mind. Conscious. This is the, it's the analogy I'm using. Okay. Because it's the initial responses that you're getting. 
uh, from the outside world. Okay, yes. So in the yes. midst of that, that I, I connected. This is me explaining my uh, stick figure and also explaining Bob's Proctor's uh, version of the mind. I got pictures of this shit. From zero to seven years old, uh, we have no real formed conscious mind. Yeah. So we like everything that we get, we learn and we just get from everybody around us. Overstimulation. Da 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 da. They're like babies. Yo, it's very, it's very, it's very rhythmic. Like even he talked about Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Hill, uh, Outwitting the Devil. The Devil talks about. Yeah, I just get people hypnotized with with the shit that they desire. And then once I get them hypnotized, oh, they on my shit. That's how what we're doing with um, what we do with. Uh, the, the magnetic minds, the squads that we're in, the, the squads that we're, we're engaging in. But I bring that up because the, uh, because all you have is the subconscious and the universal, you either have a place where that you, your, your parents and the, your leaders were, or your, or those that are in, or oh, those are beautiful. I let you uh, nurture your ability because they realize, yo, I'm not your parent. I'm just your guardian. Damn, man, I'm not your parent. I'm just your guardian. Damn, I'm not your parent. I'm just your guardian. Yo, saying that like, shit. Because you're not their true leader. No. Like, we come to, like, we got blessed with the opportunity to be a part of their life and, and watch their process. So we make it the best thing for them, right? So, like, we come here with the, the, that's why with those that say I came here like this, they realize, like, yeah, I did come here like this, but they don't say the extra part. Yeah, I went through some shit with my family, and they, they unprogrammed a lot of shit, and they programmed some shit that really didn't align with my shit, and by this age, I unlearned this, and da-da-da. That's why they're like, yo, kids are so that are smart. Like, I'm able to remember back a lot of my, a lot of my, this life stream, the more that I make space and, and, and just engage with my family. Instead of trying to change them, but just being more me. And like, they realize, damn, I can't change. Elijah, he's 36 years old. Like, I'm done trying to change him. But I'm, I'm gonna still be me. So that's where that, that subconscious is. Because right under the conscious mind, that subconscious mind allows, it's, that's the emotional programming. That's the, what, we, what we had when we was one through seven. That was given to us by our, uh, the people that were in charge, schools, our parents and our, our spiritual leadership mm -hmm. and or governmental leadership. So having those laws put in place, like we just like reading the four agreements that we're reading. That shit, we wanna read that some more of that today. Mm -hmm. um, like reading that like allows people to see that yeah, it's a dream world where the people got you to sign these agreements and contracts. That's why I'm not a big fan of fucking physical contracts. I'll do it, but like people once they do contracts with me, it's yo, they don't know that. Like I'm just like Lucifer. Yo, you contract, your soul is over here. Yo, okay, I do shit for you. Just know that when I do, when I come calling, like, yo, I'm calling. I'm not calling because of no other reason. And this is the thing, I wanna share something with you. Like, when people learn light and dark magic and know that it's all magic and the only reason that it has light or dark, yo, when I said yesterday, he was like, yo, Hitler just is. He's something that happened. Yeah. Like, you could see how bad or positive it was, that's on you. But like, I see that he was just is. Yeah. Bro, he's like, niggas still on race. Like, that's some alien shit. Like, that, honestly, I lie to you not. So that was the most articulate and most well thought out I've heard Nine um, deliver his energy. Because yeah. his energy is a, yo, his energy is a lie. Like, he's, he, he throws up all the time. 
Like so, but in the midst of that, he's he's trying to he's aware of his throw up shim, yeah. and he's uh, because he's aware he can take guidance. So that's why I was like, y'all, yesterday was lit. I was like, I was sitting there, and it's the same thing that I experienced with him and, and Terry at first, right? Mm -hmm. And I at the time I didn't know how to explain it, and Terry didn't know how to give it the energy back. So you know how you can get you give the energy back, you communicate back. You also let him know, like, look, I see that you you got powers. Uh -huh. I got powers too, my nigga. I run me. Thank you. I'm like, oh shit, great job. <laughs> I'm like, yo, and then you heard me. I was like, bro, we gonna go at six. I know you antsy as fuck because you don't know what's happening next. But in the, in the midst of that, that's what happened when you're around our energy. So, and, and we get the trigger shit in people's subconscious. So learning now that your tribe matters, your environment matters more than anything. And know that you have a digital environment. I spend anywhere from seven to 10 hours a week on social media. That's my job. That's my job. I only I work 10 hours a week and I get paid whatever the fuck I want and I go wherever I want. I'm dead ass. That's all I do. And when people don't believe it, like, like I said, when when the shit that I told Hector about, bro, and your mom, like yo, I'm like, yo, y'all don't y'all don't know why I'm here. Cause like I'm acting like when I say we've tapped into our God source. We tapped into who we are. We tapped into our abilities. Like we have them. We just have to spend more time having them. Yeah. More time doing them. More time, cause now that's when we go out into these digital communities. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the Zooms. The, the energies in them are amazing. They feel dope. It's lit. All right, we all in here saucing. Mm -hmm. Let's sauce. Oh, y'all got sauce? All right, I got some, some, some wings. Right. I got I told, some. I told everybody to put their crystals up. It was like. Oh, bing, bing, <laughs> bing, bing. Oh, shit. I'm getting hit with fucking crystal power out this bitch. Catch it, you absor observe it or absorb it. And you could absorb the ones that you enjoy. Yo, when, when, I, when I talked about your ability to soft suggest very intimately with your women powers, I actually like, yeah, da da da. Yeah, niggas don't know. I'm like, we know. It's just fucking annoying. Talk, my nigga. <laughs> Why we gotta learn that language? But and the crazy thing about it, like bro, this is the thing. Dudes develop languages or they remember languages. Like then the communication shit, like that. That's a female trait, and it's a, it's a feminine quality that you have to be in tune with that with yourself. You can. Yeah, so you gotta be attuned with it in order you have to accept your femininacity to be like, yeah, I wanna learn that language. And if no one really talk about it, because that's a power that y'all have that y'all don't wanna talk about, guys are just like, I guess after six years. After three years, <laughs> after 16 years. years. Yeah, yeah. So, but back to just the subconscious, once you, because that happens with the emotions, like that's things that emotionally stimulate it, it's within. Uh, that, that's why I said it's it's that's attached to the peripheral, yeah, um, and ha definitely. having that attached to the peripheral, like you like I said, you you taught me a lot. Shout out to Elite Motivation and EM Healing and Mahatma <laughs> Starcy for being able to to get me to just be shut the fuck up a little bit more. Just shut up for like an extra minute or two. Like it's one thousand four hundred and forty of them bitches. You can have a Krishna to yourself, my nigga. <laughs> that's what I do sometimes. Like, I'm like, I, when I want to talk out loud, I'm like, nope, I'm still listening. <sighs> yes. 
that's why even having our show, like where you can jump in and and segue it over to the next, like that. And when we do the interviews, that shit is lit. Cause it's like, I get to shut up a little bit more. <laughs> Aquanet's like, yo, I get to shut up the entire time, but I'm not shutting up cause I'm typing. Just letting y'all know, I really want to talk, but I'm gonna shut up right now. <laughs> so it's like, yo, we provide some dopeness. And when you can remind people those times and the, like, we're gonna go this way. You remind people those times. Did we hit 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Um, in, in reminding people those times, you can uh, uh, try and travel to a place where they may be still experiencing hurt. Watch the caterpillar. He's on a mission. Much love, protection to you, homie. You gonna put him on the grass? squad of them. Massive amounts of nature. Trinity. You heard us? Yeah, three little jakeys. <laughs> three little jakeys out here. Blessed and favored, man. What's good with you, man? So, oh, to bring it full circle with the conscious mind, subconscious mind. Subconscious mind is automatic, and the automatic of it, if you get the muscle memory reprogrammed, it, it will <laughs> operate on its own, and giving us access to the Akash, or AKA the universal mind. That, I did stop it, I just started it back up. Um, but we're about to go into listening to the four agreements uh, to help people intertwine straight. Uh, want me to follow? Want me to lead? Boom. So, ways to, we were talking about how when we were young, we didn't have... didn't have uh, much uh, control over what came into our, our conscious mind as we was developing the consciousness. That goes with, uh, that was aligned with our contract that we took when we came here. Because there's a lot of individuals that wanted to create contracts with us. <laughs> Family, friends, uh, lovers, educational system um, so once you start to program yourself and tune into your soul song you attract your tribe your soul family and great things happen and you get to travel around the world and then you get to travel around the galaxies and the cosmos we're going to see Mars tonight right Welcome to my zodiac sign. Welcome to my zodiac sign. This is beautiful. See how 
nine appreciated Ophiuchus. Mm-hmm. You didn't destroy Ophiuchus. Because it's to understand, it's always going to be, there always has to be that one part impartial. Always. We're getting ready for a 10 10 portal. Tapping in. Tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap in. Tap, tap. You won't. Tap, tap. You won't. <laughs> so. Thank you. You're welcome. I gotta get the bookmark for our four agreements. Eventually, I won't be able to use, you know, the front page <laughs> flip part. Gotcha. It's a bookmark in the side of the door that mm-hmm. you can use. Uh, you got your Liana bookmark. That one is for the other book. It's all good. There, forgive me. Excuse me. Pardon me. The one with the Liana one, what book? No, that's the goes into the Vedic. That's the Vedic book. Uh, I I do have another one in my car drawer. And I have the one that's in my self-realization book. Gotcha. My my Buddha bookmark card. (laughs) It's a healing card. So, let's see where I finish. We cannot see who we truly are. We cannot see that we are not free. That is why humans resist life. To be alive is the biggest fear humans have. Death is not the biggest fear we have. Our biggest fear is taking the risk to be alive. The risk to be alive and express what we really are. Just being ourselves is the biggest fear of humans. We have learned to live our lives trying to satisfy other people's demands. We have learned to live by other people's points of view because of the fear of not being accepted and of not being good enough for someone else. During the process of domestication, we form an image of what perfection is in order to try to be good enough. We create an image of how we should be in order to be accepted by everybody. We especially try to please that ones who love us, like mom and dad, big brother and sister, the priest and the teacher, trying to be good enough for them. We create an image of perfection, but we don't fit this image. We create this image, but this image is not real. We never going, we are never going to be perfect from this point of view, never. Not being perfect, we reject ourselves and the level of self-rejection depends upon how effective the doubts were in breaking our integrity. How effective the rejection, the self-rejection depends on how effective the adults were in breaking our integrity. After domestication, it is no longer about being good enough for anybody else. We are not good enough for ourselves because we don't fit in with our own image of perfection cannot forgive ourselves for not being what we wish to be or rather what we believe we should be we cannot forgive others ourselves for not being perfect we know we are not what we believe we are supposed to be and we feel false frustrated and dishonest we try to hide ourselves and we pretend to be what we are not the result is that we feel unauthentic and wear social masks to keep others from noticing 
We are so afraid that somebody else will notice that we are not what we pretend to be. We judge others according to our image of perfection as well. And naturally, we fall short of our expectations. <laughs> naturally, we fall short of our expectations. <laughs> we dishonor ourselves just to please other people. We even do harm to our physical bodies just to accept just to be accepted by others. We even do physical harm to our bodies. That's what Kanye said. To be accepted by others. We see teens taking drugs just to avoid being rejected by other teens. They are not aware that the problem is that they don't accept themselves. They reject themselves because they are not what they pretend to be. They wish to be a certain way, but they are not. And for this, they carry shame and guilt. Humans punish themselves endlessly for not being what they believe they should be. They've become very self-abusive. And they use other people to abuse themselves as well. But nobody abuses us more than we abuse ourselves and it is the judge, the victim, and the belief system that makes us do this. To the judge, the victim, and the belief system? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. True, we find people who say their husband or wife or mother or father abused them, but you know that we abuse ourselves more, much more than that. The way we abuse ourselves is the worst judge that we've ever that ever existed. If we make a mistake in front of people, thank you. We try to deny the mistake and cover it up. It's crazy. The big facts. You're like, oh, my bad. You start creating excuses. That's why I'd be like, are you really sorry? Like, no, don't be be truthful with yourself right now. Because you just sound like you're just saying auto sorry. Mm-hmm. We don't do auto here. No, no. Unless the auto aligns with the flow. We're somatic here and we're a voluntary movement. Like, but saying yourself sorry is like, we're somatic. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but saying you're sorry is like automatically downing yourself. Those oranges are amazing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we are alone, the judge becomes so strong. The guilt becomes so strong. We feel so stupid or so bad or so unworthy. In your whole life, nobody has ever abused you more than you've abused yourself. And the limit of your self-abuse is exactly the limit that you will tolerate from somewhere else. Damn. And that's why, that's why I always tell people... Um, that you don't need to make other people feel bad for what they do. Because they already making themselves feel bad. If you noticed it, that's already, that's something that's already being created within them. Big facts. Because it's a spillover of energy. Mm-hmm. And by becoming, becoming aware of that spillover, giving them what you actually desire to have uh, instead of creating a story or creating an army about it, you can just speak towards your shit. Exactly. That's when, yeah, that the um, what Naisha said yesterday. She's like, I don't just go telling other people their truth. I'm just telling them my truth. Yeah. So knowing how to uh, uh, reprogram or unlearn from that law and make agreements with yourself is very big. Yeah. Truth talk. Mm-hmm. 
if someone abuses you a little more than you abuse yourself, you will probably walk away from that person. But if someone abuses you a little less than you abuse yourself, you will probably stay in that relationship and tolerate it endlessly. <laughs> endlessly. Just a little bit less than I beat on myself. Yo, uh, telling people like how people talk about themselves is how the people they're going to talk about you once you start uh, reflecting that shit back to them. I tell people my knowing me, I am a mirror. Uh, and you heard me and Nyan talk a little bit. He's, he's another one that he likes a lot of the arts and the magic. And he doesn't, he doesn't talk about it outwardly like a lot of people because he's old school knowledge. So it's like, he's like, he told me, he's like, bro, we're mirrors. And when that mirror's off just a little bit, like he's like, I can see, I can tell. And I'm like, all right, that's dope. He's the one that put me on Midnight Gospel. Mm. So me and Alex was watching that shit together. And it was like, ah. So it's just like mirroring the, what you actually want to happen to the people that are around you. And when they, when you, when they have that moment of how they treat themselves, when you bring it back to them, that's where the healing happens. That's the shadow work. To be able to see it and be like, oh, this is what this is. Yeah. <clears throat> Key. Cha-ching. If you abuse yourself very badly, you can even tolerate someone who beats you up, humiliates you, and treats you like dirt. That's crazy. Why? Because in your belief system, you say, I deserve it. This person is doing me a favor by being with me. I'm not worthy of any love and respect, and I'm not good enough. Oh, we have the need to be accepted and to be loved by others, but we cannot accept and love ourselves. I love myself. The more self-love we have, the less we will experience self-abuse. As soon as he says, I love myself. <laughs> yeah, I love myself. I love myself. Self-abuse comes from self-rejection, and self-rejection comes from having an image of what it means to be perfect and never measuring up to that ideal. Our image of perfection is the reason we reject ourselves. It is why we don't accept ourselves the way we are, and why we don't accept others the way they are. Mm. Mm. Love myself, so I fucked with you no matter what you are, you're just happening. You got to see the dopeness in you. You got to see the whackness in you. And I'm going to be truthful with you, my nigga. Or my, or my queen, or my goddess, or my king. Like, I'm going to be truthful with you. Oh, you can't handle this truth? All right, cool. Like, I'm still going to be truthful, though. Do you know that I'm still going to be truthful? Like, do you know why you need to heal? Because yeah. you're self-abusing yourself. You're beating yourself the and fuck up. And I can see it. It's all over your body. All over your being. Why is it on your being? I smell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, um, oh, you don't meditate, you don't spend time looking at the trees. Hey, beautiful trees. So, a oh, prelude to a new dream. Oh, yeah. There are thousands of agreements you have made with yourself, with other people, with the dream of life, with God, with society, with your parents, with your spouse, with your children. But the most important agreements are the ones you've made with yourself. Big fact. In these agreements, you tell yourself who you are. Mm-hmm. What you feel, yep. what you believe, mm-hmm. and how to behave. Mm-hmm. The result is what you call your personality. These agreements you say, that is what I am. That mm-hmm. is what I believe. And I can do certain things and some things I cannot do. This is reality. That is fantasy. This is possible. That is not possible. One single agreement is not such a problem. 
But we have many agreements that make us suffer, that make us fail in life. If you want to live a life of joy and fulfillment, you have to find the courage to break through those agreements that are fear-based and claim your personal power. Claim that shit. The agreements that come from fear require us to expend a lot of energy. But the agreements that come from love help us to conserve energy and even gain extra energy. I love how you put that. Thank you. <laughs> Can you re-say that? Yes. <laughs> Page turn back. One single agreement mm-hmm. is not such a problem. But we have many agreements that make us suffer, that make us fail in life. If you want to live a life of joy and fulfillment, you have to find the courage to break through those agreements that are fear-based and claim your personal power. The agreements that come from fear require us to expend a lot of energy. But the agreements that come from love help us to conserve energy and even gain extra energy. (laughs) This is why I'm having the symptoms that I'm having. Because my releasing of these agreements require a lot of energy. And I have to be in a situation to where I have enough love to help me conserve and regain. Mm-hmm. Where you're focusing your periphery and your attention, because there's always love around. But if we're in a house with other people's energy that blocks itself from this, mm-hmm. that's what detaching and being able to walk away. And they heard homeboy, he's like, I gotta walk away. Good job, great job. Good job. So. We got to see it. Now you get in front of it next time. Yeah. Yo, that's why I had to, I was that like that with my mom in in the house. You can't tell you can't tell that a couple a couple years ago that I was going crazy in this house. Yeah, and I and after a while I realized that I started bringing a lot of my friends over to my family functions for that energy. Mm-hmm. Balance. It balances the energy. So, but that's why if they think they're friends, these are tribes. These are all my reflections. Oh, yeah. These are my disciples. Like yeah. it changes. They are, oh shit! What Marjorie was saying was real. These are my sannyasins. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I was one of the first that like pushed against a lot of their barriers. And you have when many more to come. We open the floodgates. That's why the intentionality of engagement, it always matters. It always matters. Mm-hmm. Always. Always matters. Say it again. It always matters. Like, yo, you're in mission, purpose, all right. Each of us is born with a certain amount of personal power that we rebuild every day after we rest. That's why we got to rest. You got to rebuild your personal power, boo. As a leaf drops. Right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we spend all of our personal power first to create all of these agreements. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
And the result is that we feel powerless. We have just enough power to survive each day because most of it is used to keep the agreements that trap us in the dream of the planet. How can we change the entire dream of our life when we have no power to change even the smallest agreement? This is bars. Oh my gosh. I feel this going all through me. Like this is like bringing me back to the, like the last six to nine years. Very interesting time, right? Becoming this, this vessel. It's crazy. It's courageous, bro, because it's true. You gotta let, you have to take that power back and utilize it to walk away from it. Yep, because if not, like, they're gonna. Because we've applied the power to it. Mm -hmm. Applying it automatically. Automatically. And I need to come from a somatic place. Boom. That's why I was like, yo, why you keep going back into auto flow with him? Like, no, you're not the in-between. With, no, let him go talk to them. You chill, my nigga. That's actually what I've been doing right now. The school tried to call me. I didn't answer. Nah, fuck out of here. And Y'all don't she have. she texts me. Nope. And she was like, the school wants to know if. Um, nope. If we put Hector's information as the contact. And I'm like, yep. Exactly. They been new to shit. But he back is that and backhands that shit. So, like, now you good. Nope. You take back your power mm-hmm. right now. Like, that's, like, you're, like, I'm a new, I'm a nine. I brought you around another nine. Yo, he's, his whole household just got revamped. From childhood friends, they moved out. That's why he's so hyped that the uni- he made space and universe open it up so that he don't have to carry around his childhood friends anymore. They've leveled up. They get, got their own places. That's what they supposed to do. You heard me tell everybody, like, yo, y- y'all going to do the church of mindset for 90 days, and then y'all start your own churches. The fuck? So it's like, yo, if people don't understand that shit and they're around us, they will understand that being around us at least three times. Yeah. Breathe. And great job, by the way. Great job. Thank Just you. keep doing it. Stay the course. Like, don't get triggered enough to be like, all right, I right, just, no, fuck that. <laughs> yes. Do you hear me? Yes, I do. Do you feel me? I do. <laughs> okay. <It> feels yeah. <laughs> okay. For real though. Cause Don, I, I read this book already, <laughs> so I know these teachers are in the shit that I talk about. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I get to see it and hear it in a different perspective. And dear our people, I hope you enjoy the readings of the Four Agreements by Mahatma Starsky. Well. And Don Miguel Ruiz, he's the author. But Mahatma Starseed is bringing it to life. The life. If we can see it at our agreements that rule our own life, and we don't like the dream of our life, we need to change the agreements. We, when we are finally ready to change our agreements, there are four very powerful agreements that will help us to break those agreements that come from fear and deplete our energy Mm. each time you break an agreement all the power you use to create it returns to you if you adapt these four new agreements they will create enough personal power for you to change the entire system of your old agreements entire system you need a very strong will in order to adapt the four agreements but 
If you can begin to live your life with these agreements, the transformation in your life will be amazing. It will be amazing. You will see the drama of hell disappear right before your very eyes. Instead of living in a dream of hell, you will be creating a new dream. Your personal dream of heaven. I'm living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. 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 Golden ratio. Okay, golden rule. Do unto others as you want and done to yourself. You train your vibes. Be impeccable with your words. Never tell lies. Or the opinions does it matter in your vibe. You want to get so high. You got to pray. Meditate and elevate. You get to pray. Meditate and elevate. You get to pray. Meditate and elevate. You stop and breathe. Yeah. So that's the end of that chapter. Yeah, so we'll so come back. Before we end it, I'm going to tell them what the four agreements are, Ooh. which are be impeccable with your words. Yeah, that was the freestyle I said that. Yes, one. it was. <laughs> Don't take anything personally. Personal. I, I forgot that one. Don't take anything. That's a big one right there, bro. Don't take anything personally. Defenselessness. That's because one it's about. actually meant for you to observe not yeah. absorb yeah great mind says that don't make assumptions assumptions why would you do that don't make an ass out of yourself or me <laughs> always do your best the best that you came to do your best is whatever it is that you were able to complete today that's your best before mm. you go to bed allow yourself to know that i completed today and I'm resting to recharge my personal power for my next day to complete. My next now moment. I have, to, I have to be present the whole day in order to completely wrap the gift I received today. Because mm. <laughs> God made me present. Yes, I say. <laughs> and granted me some gifts. Tons of them. That are shining right now. So listen... There are people we appreciate it. I'll tuning in for the, the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Uh, tune in next time as uh, we jump into the first chapter, the first agreement. Be impeccable with your words, because words cast spells. Impeccable. Ah. Yeah. a woman for example who was intelligent and had a very good heart oh pause she had a daughter whom she adored and loved very much one night she came home before from a very bad day at work tired full of emotional tension with a terrible headache. She wanted peace and quiet, but her daughter was singing and jumping happily. The daughter was unaware of how her mother was feeling. She was in her own world, in her own dream. She felt so wonderful and she was jumping and singing louder and louder, expressing her joy and love. And she was singing so loud that it made her mother's headache even worse. And at a certain moment, the mother lost control angrily looked at her beautiful little girl and said shut up you have an ugly voice you... the truth is
truth is, is that mother's tolerance for any noise was non-existent. It was not that the little girl's voice was ugly, but the daughter, but the daughter believed what the mother said. And in that moment, she had an agreement with herself. After that, she no longer sang because she believed her voice was ugly and would bother anyone who heard it. She became shy at school, and if she was asked to sing, she refused. Even speaking to others became difficult for her. Everything changed in the little girl because of this new agreement. She believed she must repress her emotions in order to be accepted and loved. Whenever we hear an opinion and believe it, we make it an argument. Uh, we make it an agreement. Whenever we hear an opinion and believe it, we make it make an agreement and it becomes part of our belief system this little girl grew up and even though she had a beautiful voice she never sang again she developed a complex from one spell the spell was cast upon her by the one who loved her the most her own mother her mother didn't notice what she did with her words she didn't notice that she used black magic and put a spell, a spell on her daughter. She didn't know the power of her word and therefore she isn't to blame. She did what her own mother, father, and others had done to her in many ways. They misused the word. How many times do we do this with our children? We give them these types of opinions and our children carry the black magic for years and years. People who love us do black magic on us, but they don't know what they do. That is why we must forgive them. They don't know what they do. Another example, you wake up in the morning feeling very happy, so wonderful, you feel so wonderful. You stay one or two hours in front of the mirror making yourself beautiful. While one of your friends says, what has happened to you? You look so ugly. I look at the dress you are wearing. You look ridiculous. That's it. That is enough to put you all the way down in hell. Maybe this girlfriend just told you this to hurt you. And she did. She gave you an opinion with all the power of her words behind it. If you accept the opinion, it becomes an agreement now. And you will put all your power into that opinion. That opinion becomes black magic. That's why we've been rebuking certain people's words around us. No, yep. no, no. You saw no. what Ja did, and she yep. got this shit the fuck out of here. No, no, no. Rebuke that out of this energy. Mm-hmm. These types of spells are difficult to break. The only thing that can break a spell is to make a new agreement based on truth. The truth is the most important part of being impeccable with your words. On one side of the sword are lies which create black magic. And on the other side of the sword is the truth, which has the power to break the spell of black magic. Only the truth shall set us free. I think that's why I'm so big with my words. When I'm like, when you're like, why are you so particular with like support or help? Like support is more truthful and help is not really that much truthful. It has more validity. That's why I'm very intentful with my sounds. And like I make sounds. Before the words come out, yeah. if people hear that shit, and now that I'm getting the words like unfold and filling the conversation and be not kita hokma, yeah, it matters. Yeah, so even saying words like hard and difficult, 
because you can't say something is difficult if you cannot physically touch it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm so sorry. You can't say something is hard if you can't physically touch it. Because something hard, you came up with the agreement that something hard means something solid. Solid. Physically hard to touch. And difficult is the agreement of the intensity of a situation. Yeah, that's why even like the the prophet and prophet, like have yeah. the English words are interesting because they they use uh, the same ones and for different things. And now, like you said, it's a it's a lying language <laughs> that allows you to put spells on yourself and others. Yeah. Like I get I get uh, Pinterest. I do Pinterest stuff, and I'll save attached like memes that talk about positive words, the words to positively um, and other words that are negative like the verses positive versus negative words um, things that don't create like flow like there's certain words that'll just stop the conversations like that's why saying do not a lot it's you have to be very particular about saying do not like why are you saying do not you said that's that's a stopping up the conversation word yeah, it's like a, it's like a negative word. It's not a positive word. But how can you say that in a manner where it's, it's uh, beneficial? Yeah. For all parties. Yeah. That has to hear it. Yeah. Like, bro, that's why I'm like, yo, if y'all want to talk to yourself, it's cool. I, I'll let you talk to yourself for a certain amount of time. And then, like, I let you know I'm listening, too. <laughs> like, I can hear you. <laughs> like, like, so You're affecting my rodeo bills. Yeah. So, because why? I can hear you. Because I can hear you. Like, I, you let me know that you want me to say something. You telling my energy that you want me to say something. Oh, no, I didn't. No, yes, you did. Because once it makes me feel some way that I have to rebuke something, you're going to get something. I, or I could just talk to myself out loud like you're talking to yourself. Right. Like, so, like, that shit is it's pretty dope. But I'd rather communicate. I'd rather engage in dialogue. That's why when everybody be like, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I love when people say sorry for cutting us off. You know what that is? It's false reverence, but it's reverence. But, like, that's why I actually really sorry. Because then you get to see if they... It's the beginning of reverence. Bro, I, I love that. Uh, it's, it's, it's automatic reverence. There it's, we go. It's automatic reverence. We're looking for somatic. Somatic. Yeah, we need you to sit back and, 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 and do the math. Voluntarily. Yeah. Diplomatic. <laughs> All right. So, looking at everyday human interactions. Imagine how many times we cast spells on each other with our work. Over time, this interaction has become the worst form of black magic, and we call it gossip. Gossip is black magic at its very worst, because it is pure poison. We learn how to gossip by agreement. When we were children, we heard the adults around us gossiping all the time openly giving their opinions about other people. They even had opinions about people they didn't know. Emotional poison was transferred along with the opinion. And we learned this as a normal way to communicate. Gossiping has become the main form of communication in human human society. It has become the way we feel close to each other because it makes us feel better to see someone else feel as badly as we do. There is an old expression that says misery loves company. company. 
And people who are suffering in hell don't want to be alone. Fear <laughs> and suffering are an important part of the dream of the planet. They are how the dream of the planet keeps us down. Using the analog, the analog, analog. Oh my gosh! It's so funny when my my tongue gets tripled, like take it back, tumbled. Analog, an analogy, analog, analogy. Using the analogy of a human mind as a computer, as a computer, I be saying that all the time. Because yes. I said the, the thing about we gotta live our life off screensaver mode. Off screensaver. Uh huh. You wake up the computer mm. and see all the programs that you have. Yes, I love these applications. And then set your screensaver mode to the things that you want. So, um, using the, the mind as a computer, gossip can be compared to a computer virus. Computer virus is a piece of a computer language written in the same language all the other codes are written in, but with a harmful intent. This is a code, this code is inserted into the program of your computer when you least expect it. And most of the time, without your awareness, after this code has been introduced, the computer does not work quite right or it does not function at all because the codes get so mixed up with so many conflicting messages that it stops producing good results. Human gossip works exactly the same way. For example, you are beginning a new class with a new teacher and you looked forward to it for a long time and on the first day of class, you run into someone who took the class before who tells you, Oh, that instructor was such a pompous jerk. He didn't know what he was talking about. And he was a pervert too. So watch out. You are immediately imprinted with the word and the emotional code the person had when saying this. But what you are not aware of is his or her motivation in telling you. This person could be angry for failing the class or simply taking an assumption based on fears and prejudices. But because you have learned to ingest information like a child, some part of you believes the gossip and you go on to the class. As the teacher speaks, you feel the poison come up inside you and you don't realize you see the teacher through the eyes of the person who gave you that gossip. Many blessings. Not today, bro. Many blessings. Then you start talking to other people in the class about this and they start to see the teacher in the same way as a jerk and a pervert and you really hate the class and you soon decide to drop out. You blame the teacher, but it, but it is gossip that is to blame. All of this mess can be caused by one little computer virus. One little piece of information can break down communication between people, causing every person it touches to become infected and contagious to others. Imagine that every single time others gossip to you, they insert a computer virus into your mind, causing you to think a little less clearly every time. Then, imagine that in an effort to clean up your own confusion and get some relief from the poison, you gossip and spread these viruses to someone else. Now imagine this pattern going on in an end, 
never-ending chain between all of human society. That's what we just broke yesterday. Like, on a major scale. Major scale. Like, major. No gossip. Let's talk truth. Yeah. I got truth. Oh, we got agreements? I got those two. But, uh, let's, let's talk the gospel. It's either the gossip or the gospel. Yeah. And you can tell, like, how people talk about themselves and their family and their friends and their loved ones. Like, I got, and that's what we're healing right now. Like, that's what, when my mom got on the, uh, when she came into the church, uh, the church of KB. Jesus is dope as fuck. Yeah. So it's like, when you can see that shit, uh, and you can speak to it, it's, it's like speaking to the demons. And, like, they want, everyone wants to be balanced. The ego wants to be checked. So, I, I love the fact that so many images pop in my head in different conversations I've had. And I realize I can pivot my conversation all the time and create. That's why people, they don't go there in our conversations. They're like, yeah, they don't want to hear no gossip. And then if they do go there, they apologize about it. So, it's like, we are, that's why we able to clear space and, and energy for people and beings. So. The result is a world full of humans who can only read information through circuits that are clogged with the poisonous, contagious virus. Once again, this poisonous virus is what the Tolkis called the myoti, the chaos of a thousand different voices are trying to talk at once in your mind. Even worse are the black magicians or computer hackers who intentionally spread the virus. Think back to a time when you or someone you know was angry with someone and desired revenge. In order to seek revenge, you said something to or about that person with the intention of spreading poison and making that person feel bad about him or herself. As children, we do this quite thoughtlessly. But as we grow older, we become much more calculated in our efforts to bring other people down. Then we lie to ourselves and say that that person received a just punishment for their wrongdoing. When we see the world through a computer virus, it is easy to justify the cruelest behavior. What we don't see is that the mis. The misuse of our word is putting us deeper into hell. For years, we have received the gossip and spells from the words of others, but also from the way we use our word for ourselves. We talk to ourselves consistently, and most of the time, we say things like, oh, I look fat, I look ugly, I'm getting old, I'm losing my hair, I'm stupid, I never understand anything. I will never be good enough and I never and I'm never going to be perfect. Do you see how we use the word against ourselves? We must begin to understand what the word is and what the word does. If you understand the first agreement, be impeccable with your word, you begin to see all the things that can change, that can happen in your life. changes first in the way you deal with yourself and later in the way you deal with other people especially those you love the most 
Consider how many times you have gossiped about the person you love the most to gain the support of others for your point of view. How many times have you hooked other people's attention and spread poison about your loved ones in order to make your opinion right? Your opinion is nothing but your point of view. It is not necessarily true. Your opinion comes from your beliefs and your own ego and your own dream. We create all this poison and spread it to others just so we can feel right about our own point of view. If we adopt the first agreement and become impeccable with our words, any emotional poison will eventually be cleaned from our mind and from our communication in our personal relationships, including with our pet, dog, or cat. Impeccability of the word will also give you the immunity for anyone from anyone putting a negative spell on you. Oh, touche, my friend, touche. You will only receive a negative idea if your mind is fertile ground for that idea. When you become impeccable with your word, your mind is so no longer fertile grounds for words that come from black magic. Instead, it is fertile for the words that come from love. You can measure the impeccability of your word by your level of self-love. How much you love yourself and how you feel about yourself are directly proportionated to the quality and integrity of your word. When you are impeccable with your word, you feel good. You feel happy and at peace. Oh, touche, my friend. Touche. You can transcend the dream of hell just by making the agreement to be impeccable with your word. Right now, I'm planting that seed in your mind. Whether or not that seed grows depends upon how fertile your mind is for the seeds of love. It is up to you to make this agreement with yourself. I am impeccable with my words. I am impeccable with my words. Nurture this seed. And as it grows in your mind, it will generate more seeds of love to replace the seeds of fear. This first agreement will change the kind of seeds your mind is fertile for. Be impeccable with your word. This is the first agreement that you should make if you want to be free, if you want to be happy, if you want to transcend the level of existence that is hell. It is very powerful. Use the word in a correct way. Use the word to share your love. Use white magic beginning with yourself. Tell yourself how wonderful you are, how great you are. Tell yourself how much love you love yourself. I said I love myself. Yes, use the word to break through those tiny, teeny agreements that make you suffer. It is possible. It is possible because I did it. And I am no better than you. No, we are exactly the same. We have the same kind of brain, the same kind of bodies. We are humans. If I was able to break those agreements and create new agreements, then you can do the same. If I can be impeccable with my word, why not you? Just this one agreement can change your whole life. Impeccability of the word can lead you to personal freedom, to huge success and abundance. It can take away all fear, 
and transform it into love and joy. Just imagine what you can create with impeccability of the word. With the impeccability of the word, you can transcend the dream of fear and live a different life. You can live in heaven in the middle of thousands of people living in hell because you are immune to that hell. You obtain, attain the kingdom of heaven from this one agreement. Be impeccable with your word. Ashe. Ashe. themselves and due diligence, you're taking time away from yourself. Your value of time. No one else is getting this time, taking this time, taking away. Yeah, he was saying in a book, he was like, yo, take an hour or two in front of the mirror and then somebody be like, yo, you look fucking horrible. Why would you wear that dress? You just spent two hours putting this face or this costume on, but it's avatar. And somebody first attacking. And, and That's what you chose to like, look like? Yeah, it says like, uh, when you being yourself, you're like, yep, absolutely right. This is what I chose to look like. Judge much. <laughs> yeah, judge all the time. So it's cool. I love it. Thank you for letting me know your opinion. Uh, you Like recognizing uh, agreement takers. <laughs> That's all they are because they, they need, uh, yeah, I was thinking about gas. They need, um, you get gas after and they go to get the orange juice and cheese. But they need, uh, you said what? Appreciate it. You want to go inside or go through the drive-thru?
don't take anything personally. The oh. next three agreements are really born from the first agreement. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. That's funny. I was just telling that to your mom. Whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Using an earlier example, if I see you on the street and I say hi, and I say hi, you are stupid without knowing you. It's not about you. It's about me. If you take it personally, then perhaps you believe you are stupid. Maybe you think to yourself, how does he know? Is he clairvoyant? Or can somebody see how stupid I am? You can take it personally because you agree with whatever was said. As soon as you agree, the poison goes through you and you are trapped in the dream of hell. What causes you to be trapped is what we call personal importante. Your personal importance or taking things personally is the maximum expression of selfishness because you make the assumption that everything is about me. During the period of your education or your domestication, we learn to take everything personally. We think we are responsible for everything. Me, 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 me. Always me. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on theirs. Even when a situation seems so personal, even if others insult you directly, it has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do, and the opinions they give are according to the agreements they have in their own minds. Their point of view comes from all the programming they received during their domestication. If someone gives you an opinion and says, hey, you look fat, don't take it personally. Because the truth is, is that that person is dealing with his or her own feelings, beliefs, and opinions. That person tried to send poison to you, and if you take it personally, then you take that poison and it becomes yours. Taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators, the black magicians. They come, they can hook you easily with one little opinion and feed you whatever poison they want. And because you take it personally, you eat it up. You eat up all the emotional garbage and now it becomes your garbage. Oh, here comes that garbage. <clears throat> That's not what you give people. If you do not take it personally, you are immune in the middle of hell. Immunity to the poison in the middle of hell is the gift of this agreement. When you take things personally, when you feel offended and your reaction is to defend your beliefs and create conflicts, you make something big out of something so little because you have the need to be right and make so many people else wrong. You also try hard to be right about giving them your own opinions. In the same way, whatever you feel and do is just a projection of your own personal dream, a reflection of your own agreements. What you say, what you do, and the opinions you have are according to the agreements you have made. And these opinions have nothing to do with me. 
it is the important it is not important to me what you think about me i don't take what you think personally i don't take it personally when people say miguel you are the best and i also don't take it personally when people say miguel you are the worst i know that when you are happy you tell me miguel you are such an angel but when you are mad oh you will say oh miguel you are such a devil you are so disgusting how can you say those things Either way, it does not affect me because I know what I am and I don't have to don't have the need to be accepted. I don't have the need to tell someone to tell me, Miguel, you are so good. Or how dare you do that? No. I don't take it personally. Whatever you think, whatever you feel, I know it's your problem and not my problem. It is the way you see the world. It has nothing personal because you are dealing with yourself, not me. Others are going to have to have their own opinion according to their belief systems. So nothing they think about me is really about me, but it is about them. You may even tell me, Miguel, what you are saying is hurting me. But it is not what I am saying that is hurting you. It is that you have wounds that I have touched by what I have said and you are hurting yourself there is no way that i can take this personally not because i don't believe in you or don't trust you but because i know that you see the world with different eyes with your eyes you create your entire picture or movie in your mind and in that picture you are the director you are the producer you are the main actor or actress everyone else is secondary actor or actress it is your movie I be saying that shit all the time. Like, none of this is nothing more than your reality. And I'm in your reality, being the player in your world. And I'm in my reality. And you're being the player in my world. The way you see that movie is according to the agreements you have made with life. Your point of view is something personal to you. It is no one's truth but yours. Then, if you get mad at me, I know you are dealing with yourself. I am the excuse for you to get mad. And you get mad because you are afraid, because you are dealing with fear. And if you are not afraid, there's no way you will get mad at me. If you are not afraid, there's no way you will hate me. If you are not afraid, there's no way you will be jealous or sad. If you live without fear, if you love, there is no place for any of those emotions. If you don't feel any of those emotions, it is logical that you will feel good. When you feel good, everything around you is good. When everything around you is great, everything makes you happy. You are loving everything that is around you because you are loving yourself, because you like the way you are, because you are content with you, because you are happy with your life, you are happy with the movie that you are producing, happy with your agreements with life, you are at peace, and you are happy. You live in the, that state of bliss where everything is so wonderful and everything is so beautiful. In that state of bliss, you are making love all the time with everything that you perceive. Whatever people do, think, feel, or say, don't take it personally. If they tell you how wonderful you are, 
They are not saying that because of you. You know you are wonderful. It is not necessary to believe other people who tell you that you are wonderful. Don't take anything personally. Even if someone got a gun and shot you in the head, it has nothing it has nothing personal, even at that extreme. Even in the opinions you have about yourself are not necessarily true. Therefore, you don't need to take whatever you hear in your own mind personally. The mind has the ability to talk to yourself, to itself, but it also has the ability to hear information that is available from other realms. Sometimes you hear a voice in your mind and you may wonder where it came from. This voice may have come from another reality in which there are living beings very similar to the human mind. The Toltecs called these beings allies. In Europe, Africa, and India, they called them the gods. Our mind also exists in the level of gods. Our mind also lives in the reality and can perceive that reality. The mind sees with the eyes and perceives this waking reality. But the mind also sees and perceives without the eyes, although the, the reason is hardly aware of this perception. The mind lives in more than one dimension. There may be many times when you have ideas that don't originate in your mind, but you are perceiving them with your mind. You have the right to believe or not to believe these voices and the right to take away what they say personally. We had a choice whether or not to believe the voices we hear within our own minds, just as we have a choice of what to believe and agree with in the dream of the planet. The mind can also talk and listen to itself. The mind is divided as our body is divided. Just as you can say, I have one hand and I can shake my other hand and I can feel my other hand, the mind can talk to itself. Part of the mind is speaking and the other part is listening. It is a big problem with the thousand parts of the mind are all speaking at the same time. This is called a mantoti. Remember? The mantoti can be compared to a huge marketplace where thousands of people are talking and bartering at the same time. Each one has different thoughts and feelings. Each one has different point of views. The programming in the mind, all of those agreements we've made, are not necessarily compatible with each other. Every agreement is like a separate living being. It, it has its own personality and its own voice. There are conflicting agreements that go against other agreements and on and on until it becomes a big war in the mind. The matoti is the same re human is the reason humans hardly know what they want, how they want it or when they want it. They don't agree with themselves because there are parts of the mind that want one thing and other parts that want exactly the opposite. Some parts of the mind has objections to certain thoughts and actions and other part, parts supports the actions of the opposing thoughts. All these little living beings create inner conflict because they are, are alive and they each have a voice. Only by making an inventory of your agreements will we uncover all of the conflicts in the mind and eventually make order out of the chaos of the Matoti.